Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon, a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. How do you carry that high standard to your team, whether it be freelancers, contractors, full-time employees, part-time employees, interns, whatever it may be, but the team of people who are working with you? How do you carry that high standard that you have for your business and your vision with people who didn't wake up with the same vision that you did? These are people who you're following your passion for your business, but this may not necessarily be their passion or purpose. It ties to maybe some interests that they have, some learnings that they want to have, some growth perhaps, but at the end of the day, this is your business and your vision. So how do you carry that high standard to your team, right? And you may be, you know, as you, you might be familiar with the bosses of your own. Maybe you've had a, maybe you've had only one boss in your life or you've had many. I've had, I've had several, I've had more than I can count on my hands, right? And because different project work, different team leads. And the thing is, right, you don't want to be overbearing, controlling, micromanaging and all the other things that you hate or hated about your bosses in the office. At the same time, you do want results from your team. Right. And we'll go into in terms of how I develop my leadership style. I've actually been obsessed with leadership theory. I remember the beginning of my university years, but I was obsessed with leadership theory for a good two to three years. Um, before then, I had held leadership roles for different clubs and different things I was doing on my side of school and then continued throughout as well, too. So I've been a leader since in my teenage years. And before that, I guess I always led by example. I never really knew that I was doing that. But it turns out I was. Who knew? But with that being said, when I went into entrepreneurship, definitely those leadership things definitely did help me and support me. And also just the idea of not being what my bosses were. I wanted to set a, a different standard and a different culture and a better culture for my employees. And so that's what I set out to do. And I think it was a great testament uh, that I was actually able to accomplish that. When you know, I had to make a tough decision to fire an employee, Yet still, when describing working for me with other people, right, and she shared like a review, she shared with others, it was a pleasure working with Vanessa. She sets realistic goals and expectations, and there's a lot to learn from her, right? So having that culture of learning, et cetera. So we're going to go into more tonight about how to have a high, hold a high enough standard for your team and maintain it and manage it to the metrics and people that you want. Yes, let's go, let's go. Tonight is about how to hold a high enough standard for your team, right? Part of growth in the business, part of scalability. I was speaking to a new client um, last week and her goal is to help grow and scale her business, right? And so really part of that comes with outsourcing and delegating to a team and having the right team to delegate to. But now that you have, let's say you have the people or let's say you like don't have the people yet, it's like, how do you ensure that you keep that high standard for your team? And it comes with three key points. Now I'm going to go into some of three key points, give some examples, et cetera. But number one is have a hiring process that you trust. Have a hiring process that you trust. And what do I mean by that? Essentially, here's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of, at, the end of the, at the end of the day, the root, the pattern that I've noticed is that the root of micromanaging and overbearing, you know, people is that there's a sort of lack of trust in the person, so to speak. 
right? They say they trust the person, but they're always like checking in. It's also, it's like helicopter parents, right? And so it's the thing is that there's always like this lack of trust. And the way I see it, the way the logic works, right? The way that I lead and really go through my business and with my employees and staff, and as even outside of business, I'm on nonprofit boards, et cetera, as well too. But the way that I lead is really trusting the people. And part of that trust comes with having a hiring process that I trust, that you trust for your your people, right? So for me, that hiring process includes like references. I'll get references, right? And so for me, first it comes with instinct and then two comes references. And so I always go with my instinct. I'm really great with, you know, just knowing people and vibes. Um, and so a lot of it is, you know, having that interview and getting that good feeling or not that good feeling. Same thing I do with partnerships as well too and investors and other such things. It's just the instinct. And then second is then to ensure that I'm not crazy. <laughs> I always ask for references and I just talk to other people as well too. And this ensure that I'm not crazy. But yes, but really it's having a hiring process that you trust. So what needs to happen what do you need to have happen? What do you need to understand or know about the person in order for you to trust that they are capable? Want an in-depth business strategy class? Head on over to yourbusinessrevival.com and sign up for the next live class. Now back to the show. And I want you to put that, whether it be, maybe it's information, maybe it's case study you need them to do or an example you need to see in, in real life, right? Ask for that portfolio, ask for that example. Maybe it is, you know, just understanding if they understand how to solve a particular problem if it comes up, right? Ask questions and try to get to that part of it to really see, do they have that characteristic or trait that you want, right? So have a hiring process that you trust by really understanding what is it that you need to have happen to make that happen. Number two, number two, prepare for deep onboarding. Prepare for deep onboarding, right? So a lot of my clients, a lot of people just in general, a lot of solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, that they go to hire somebody and they just expect, you know, they hire the person and then the next second, that person is like ready to go. It's just like you hire and then off they go, right? And that's not how that works. There is a hand, just like when you started at your new job or you got promoted at some new position or you went to a new company, right? Like you've probably had some career shifts at some point. During those career shifts at the beginning, you probably had some, you know, onboarding new things you had to learn and get adjusted to. Same thing with this new person that you're hiring onto your team. You're a new company to them. You are a new person to them. It's a new mission. It's a new purpose, right? It's a new set of products and programs and clients and customers that they need to understand. And so number two is prepare for deep onboarding because that onboarding process is really important to set those expectations, which is number three. But we'll say that. But prepare for deep onboarding really means when you're going into hiring someone, yes, there's the application process, there's the interview process, but there's also, as soon as they're hired, this is the same thing for freelancers, contractors, interns, full-time employees, part-time employees, I don't care who you're hiring. Whoever you're joining into your team, there is that time you need to set aside for a deep dive onboarding. For my team, when I hired like three salespeople, I had literally prepared in my calendar. This was actually while I had my day job as well too. I prepared in my calendar. I said three hours every single day. Actually, no, I said an hour ended up being three hours um, every single day. But essentially, I set off that time every single day. It was a Monday through Friday. I remember this. And I just set off that time and had a pretty slide and all that stuff for them to onboard them onto the team. 
And this included giving them company information, website, vision, mission, all this, all these things, rules, guidelines, my history, right? And where my vision is where I wanted the company to go, numbers, analytics, all the things. But the reason to do this is one, so that they could be on the same page as I was, right, for the business. And then two, to also set that realm and that sort of atmosphere of, I trust you, right? And I'm giving you this information so that you could be more successful, right? And so, and also gives the atmosphere that you are a leader that has their back, that wants that person to succeed because you are taking that time to prepare them, to onboard them so that they can be successful. You're not just throwing them into the deep end. You probably didn't like that when that was done to you. Don't do that to your employees or your team, right? Number three, which also encompasses this, is that it kind of goes into onboarding as well too. But number three is just setting the expectations, right? It's immersed its own sort of bullet points, its own number three. Setting the expectations up front. Like whatever those expectations you have, set those up front. The way you work, the way you, you know, ideally someone would come in and they'll ask you, how do you prefer to communicate? How do you do that? Right, they might do that. For me, that's that's what I ended up um, doing as I remember as an employee, I ended up having to ask, remember remind myself to ask people those questions so that I could ensure that I was able to manage the micromanagers and manage up to the micromanagers as needed. So with that being said, but you don't want to be a micromanager or overbearing boss to your employees, not at all. And so what the key to that also is to set those expectations up front so everyone's on the same page. Because what happens a lot is in those situations, micromanaging, yes, is a root of people not trusting you, but it's also a level of miscommunication that happens too. Where one person expects one thing, they get something else, it's not to their expectation, all of a sudden they think you, they did think the employee did the bad job or whatever it may be, right? So it's miscommunication, which also feeds and fosters into the lack of trust. And so ensuring that you are setting those expectations up front, it could be during the interview process, which is a great place to start during the interview process. And then also at the same time, when, during the onboarding process, during that time we had that concentrated time and effort to make it happen, and then continuing and living by those expectations as you go through. We're going to more into that into culture development, but next week, for next week's episode. But essentially ensuring that you're setting those expectations up front, everyone's clear on it. For me, for example, when I was onboarding my team, I was like, you know, one of the clear expectations, but she's the topic thing, I was like, number one, rule number one, communication. Rule number two, communication. <laughs> Rule number three, don't get bored. But that was a real thing. So in terms of, and what I mean by don't get bored, I know for me as, you know, working with somebody, when I get bored, it's just, you don't get, you don't get that great if it work for me. You don't get that much energy for me, you know, like you get the work, but it's just not that energetic, right? And so for me, I'm very conscious of ensuring that my employees and my team are not bored. And if they do set an expectation up front, that if they do get bored, right, raise their hand, come talk to me, like let's chat it out. There are other opportunities here in this small business that's still growing for you and other roles that you can take and other ideas that you can, you know, decide to bring up and bring forth to the table. And so ensure that you're setting the expectations up front. If you're looking to, you know, if you want your team to be innovative and share ideas, set that expectation up front during the interview process. This is what I want, right? I want someone innovative during the onboarding process. Rule number one, be innovative, right? Whatever it may be, ensuring that you are being clear and set those expectations so that everyone is communicating the same language, right? As much as possible. And so top three things for you to hold a high enough standard for your team and manage to the metrics and people. One, have a hiring process that you trust so that you can ensure that you hire the right people and you trust the people that you hire. Do not hire someone that you don't trust. 
Like, there's no reason why you should be hiring someone that you don't trust. Like, there are many people looking for jobs, okay? Number two, prepare for deep onboarding. Make that time to onboard your team, to ensure they understand the company history, to ensure they understand the vision, to ensure that they understand what's happening in that brilliant mind of yours, right? And the reason why they are saying yes, chances are the reason why they apply is because they respect and honor some part of the company and what it is that you're doing, right? And assuming that you interviewed them the right way, you understand that they respect it to some level, but they still need to understand what it is to begin with, right? Well, also just what it is and what does it mean to work in the company? So prepare for that deep onboarding time, whether it be one day, five days, whatever it may be, but ensure that you break that out for yourself and make that clear to them, right? And set that time to be that leader and be there for them. Number three, set expectations up front. Do not think that people just know what's going on in your mind. They do not know what's going on in your mind. Set expectations up front, write it down, say it out loud, you know, to them, write like whatever you got to do, but set those expectations up front and ensure that everyone's communicating clearly with each other, everyone's on the same page. And then when something happens, you can refer back and say, let me tell you what happened, right? And so I'd love for one of those spots to be yours. You're welcome to schedule time at power.vzami.com. That's power.vzami.com. And at the end of the day, here's the thing, you know, generational wealth, financial freedom, it takes focus and discipline, right? And it also takes you reaching out and seeking help. And so ensure that you are in that mindset that at some point you're going to have to delegate, whether it's now or it's later, but at some point, in order to really scale and grow, there will be some delegation that's needed, right? But delegate smart and ensure that you are still holding that high enough standard for your people and your team as you move through the growth of your vision, right? So schedule time, power.vzami.com to get unstuck in your business and really take yourself to the next level and really getting you towards your vision, whether that be to quit your day job within the next year, or if it's to ensure that you are establishing a company that you can manage while doing your other responsibilities in life. And so what we're going to do in this, it's a free 20 minutes session, power.vzami.com. What we'll do is really understand what challenges are going on, see if we're fit to work together. We may not be a fit to work together. You may not be fit to work together, but see if we're fit to work together. And I'll either recommend you to work with me or give you some path to work with someone else that I know of as well, too. I have a really wide network of other business owners as well, too. And so to, but point is, is that we're going to get you to keep growing and keep moving forward on your profit producing purpose driven business. Yes, indeed. So um, let's get you unstuck and let's get you growing and let's really get you to that path forward to keep moving forward. So chat with you next week chat soon. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. If you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or Spotify. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about this episode, that'd be great too. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure to visit our website, yourbusinessrevival.com to register for our upcoming business masterclass. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday morning during your commute from your kitchen to your laptop for new episodes. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale.